0: i forgot the word rituals for a minute so we love rituals (laughs) we do a lot of them here i've never actually been to to, uh... oceanside i always forget how far south oceanside really is welcome to off the crossbar (laughs) that's what (laughs) matt was saying oh sorry for interrupting Matt.
1: (laughs) that's all right Episode twenty two. Wow! Here with Kyle. Hello, and Trevor. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, Trevor. <laughs> nice long pause there. That was good. Yeah, um, and MLS is no longer back. I mean, it kind of is, but uh, it's dead. As to me, quickly so. as
2: it was here, <laughs> it is now gone for us, unfortunately. So,
1: but we'll we'll get to that. Let's uh, start with the important stuff. Absolutely. Let's do the social minutes. I put minutes because it's never never an <laughs> it's hour. It's not the
2: witching hour. Yeah. Yeah. Um Kyle, you you start first. Okay. Now.
1: I'll start first.
2: So, um the biggest update for me is that I officially am employed again by someone other than RSL Soapbox. Thank you. Thank you. Right Thank on. you. Good job. Yeah. So, uh I'm going to be work at least I I mean I, I already signed the Offer and all that stuff, but they're still, I think, they're background checking me right now, which is scary.
0: Have you taken your medical yet? How many years are on the deal?
2: Um, yeah, so it's a five year deal, 32 million dollars, <laughs> pretty big. That's, <laughs> awesome, dude. That's a big move, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> um, I've been in free agency for a while now, nearly two months, which has been hard for me. So yeah, um, that's good. So I have a, I'm gonna have a job again. So uh, sorry, I'm gonna have a. It's this is get, podcasting is gonna turn back into my side gig, turn instead of good. being my full time job. It was, it was fun while it
1: lasted. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine it was paying <laughs> a, any bills, but
2: uh, yeah. Pretty much, Um, but but the real bills that were paid were the friends we made along the way. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah, so that's good. Uh, I'm down here in Southern (laughs) California, needed a little break down here with uh, my family, doing some social distant, uh, hanging out on the beach, um, hanging out in the water, and you know just chilling. So taking a break to hang out with my boys. I've been watching some soccer, have to talk about it because it was, it's been ridiculous. Um, yeah. you know, and I think that's, that's about it with me. I've been watching, uh, Shits Creek. I've been watching that show on Netflix, yeah. which I kind of like a lot. So that's fun. And is I think that 15.
0: It. Is it 15 Emmy nominations? Good. Yeah, I saw that. I I don't know. Was it 15? Wonder, it was some that, insane yeah, number, right? Is, I think it's like 15.
2: It it it's a really funny show. I uh I I don't know what they look for for Emmy nomination, so I wouldn't know. Um and I don't know who didn't get nominated in their place. So, I can't really say, but I will say that uh, it's it's been a pretty fun show to binge at night. So, yeah, that's
0: that's it with me. Trevor, what about you? Oh, geez. Um, no, nothing. I just, well, <laughs> you're in Southern California, and that reminds me that I need to go on vacation soon, and I need to find a place to go on vacation, too. I mentioned going to LA, because I go to LA like all the time. LA is really easy for me, and it's there's a lot of good stuff to go to, but I want to do something <laughs> other than LA. I was thinking I might just take a weekend and drive to either Portland or Denver and just go golfing
1: i hear portland's lovely this time of year
0: portland is kind of hot and humid this time of year i'm looking more towards like it's, september i'm thinking um, Great. end of august september
1: maybe it won't be under military occupation at that point either
0: that's the hope um but i don't know at that point salt lake might be under military occupation as well hope, hope you've got a diet for tear gas trevor i'm building up my tolerance <laughs> as right. we speak we've got a daily regimen that i'm going through glad to hear that
2: um matthew what's what's going on your way i know you said you reorganized your desk a bit because you bought
1: a a printer because i i'm officially an adult it's a laser printer so uh i'm happy to have graduated in from adolescence into adulthood that's great what are you going to be printing i don't know (laughs) Um, every now and then, it's just, I wish I could print something, and working from home and printing something, don't go hand-in-hand hand if you don't have a printer. This is true. I'll probably print things for board games. Does that demote me from adult, or is that still, like, adult tier? I think I that's think. adult
2: tier. Yeah, I think that's still pretty adult. That's fine.
1: I also bought a laminator.
2: Okay, that's, that's adult. adult tier.
1: But it was like $25, so...
2: yeah that's that's solid adult what are you gonna do with the laminator uh, laminate, things? things. nice
1: yeah like, it's what? not very <laughs> exciting the uh much more exciting thing is that i finished avatar the last airbender what a show the tv show a, not the uh not the movie nice yeah horrible movie should i watch the movie like hate watch it yeah um, of course here's the thing
2: okay, okay yes then you have to watch legend of cora after to to clean
1: your palate cleanse your palate yeah okay, I'll, I'll wait till august when uh legend of cora is on netflix okay. sounds great the movie's awful <sighs> that's all of my update. The movie is
2: horrific
0: oh you oh, said something that tomatoes uh,
1: from the garden you Trevor? said something
0: that reminded me of something matt i bought a board game another board game whoa i'm very happy what which one you? what game uh pandemic Oh, that's a great Which game. is one that Matt introduced me to. And then I introduced my brother in law and sister to it. And they loved it. So, success. Love it. That's it. That's the update. It's one of the
1: cornerstones of my uh, board game collection. So,
0: Yeah, it's a fun one. I really like it. Yeah. I feel social. That was social.
2: I'm glad. <laughs> <But>, uh... Yeah. <laughs> and
1: it was minutes, <laughs> minutes, not hours. I, know. Same, I guess. Oh. Both of our boxes checked for for the first 10 minutes of our podcast.
0: I know. Um, What else is new? I I bought bought some new beer. I'm drinking Summer Shandy, (laughs) which is one of my favorite summer beers of all time. So I'm really excited about that. Who makes Summer Shandy? Shandy. Line and
2: Kugel. Line and Kugel. Yes. It sounds made up. It's yeah.
0: not. They make a lot of beers, and we just don't get them in Utah that often. But we got Summer Shandy, so I'm really excited about it. Well, Matthew and I will not be partaking. Thank you.
2: Because we have Celiac, and we're good boys. Yeah. So. Sorry, guys.
1: We'll start the Celiac pod next.
2: Yep, that's coming up next. <laughs> celiac. Where we just complain about our plate. What's a time frame that is starts with a C? I was going to say Celiac century, but it clearly can't be that. How about celiac Sunday? Celiac Sunday. That's pretty nice. We can just do a yeah. nice, tasteful pot Cal- on the Cal- Sunday. Have you
1: tried the? Uh, have you tried the Franz bread? I have not. It's actually like the best gluten-free bread I've
2: bread. had. I've, yeah. I uh, in this area, you know, I've been having some debates because um, there's a few pl- food places down here that have really good gluten-free stuff that I like. Oh. I go to quite a bit, but there's this really incredible sandwich shop called Borden brew that I always go to. And this week they've been out of gluten-free wraps. And so, um, and it's like, they have these incredible gluten-free tortillas that they do these really nice, really good wraps in. And so I've been talking with my mom about the you know the problem of you know gluten free stuff becoming a fad for some people and they're taking up all the inventory but at the same time a lot of this inventory exists because of uh, the popular diets that have arisen so you know you, you there's some give and take here and i don't you know i'm i'm experiencing a lot of the take right now which is or wait the I'm experiencing the bad part of it right now because I can't go to the sandwich shop.
1: But um, you're either giving or taken from.
2: I'm being taken from right now. So, you know, I just really want that. But I've been I had a gluten free donut this morning from a donut shop that was delicious. I'm Um, jealous. I would love a good donut. And I had a nice little cup of tea after yeah, that's great. I had a really, really good gluten free pizza the other day too. Um, yeah, it's been great. Love, loving food. We could, we could, we could do a food podcast. I feel like. Yeah. Or now that MLS is gone, we can do turn <laughs> this into a food podcast. <laughs> you can just
0: segue this right into a food podcast. Yeah. So should we talk about MLS? I
1: guess. Oh, I guess. I'm honest right. to
0: God, thought you were gonna say. So should we just talk about food?
1: <laughs> I mean, we certainly could. We could. Yeah. So uh MLS is back is still still going on. Um I mean technically. So we we crashed out in I think really spectacular fashion.
2: It was all downhill so, um, from our first game. Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: Really really just very disappointing. I know. <laughs> and kind of a puzzle. Um yeah. Because I, I think our first game showed like a team that was set up to succeed and looked like they wanted to be there. Yeah. And our last game was decidedly um, not that. Yeah. There were a couple of players I think definitely didn't want to be there. Yeah. I think just, that just was very, very, very clear. Home. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, we uh, descended very quickly into that with a, a red card that. Yeah, spiraled us out of the tournament Yeah, so So
2: first game uh we do really well we smack colorado should have beat beat them a lot more than we did by then by a lot more than we did then we was the second game was the minnesota game which was the the most boring game of all time um and we drew zero zero and then we got punked by sporting kansas city in which we had the early morning game i woke up I turned the game on, I saw us get scored on, and I turned the game right off, right back <laughs> off. I went back to sleep for, like, two more hours. So didn't watch that one until later, um, and I'm glad I did not. And then, of course, we had the knockout game against San Jose, who, uh, by all accounts, uh, is th- theoretically a worse team than us. I don't really know. Who knows anymore, am I? This my- is weird, but, like... Um, yeah, we ended up losing five two. Um, I don't know who else is like following the other games that are happening. Uh, we can get into that specific game in a minute, but yeah, the, the rest of the MLS back is games are just incredible and insane and ridiculous. I was watching Portland and Minnesota last night. Or sorry, Portland and Cincinnati last night and um i don't know if anyone else watched that game but it ended up going into penalties because steve clark um portland was down or up 1-0 steve clark made it just one of the most egregious goalkeeper errors ever gave up a penalty (laughs) um and then uh, a dutch guy who's who was on loan from brighton Hove albion he buried the penalty and then he had one of the most incredible chances to put the game away, like ball rolls right to him and he's right in front of the goal, wide open goal. And he completely just skied it. I don't know if went out for, for a throw in, but it was just one of the worst shots I've ever seen. And he was right in front of goal. So he misses that. And then they go into penalties and he misses his penalty. Um, and then lost (laughs) and launched it over the bar and Portland ended up advancing on, um, from pk's so very mls <laughs> there's just so many mls type games happening and it's really fun and i'm really enjoying watching other
0: teams it's great that was That's that was beautiful. the guy that um he's on loan from brighton yeah i think brighton bought him from psv like a year mm-hmm. ago yep. for like 15 million dollars yep like he's not a cheap random nope goofy pickup like he is supposed to be uh locadia is that how you say yeah, his name? I have no idea how you say it, but that's how it's you're spelled. In, Locadia. In
2: Locadia. Yeah. He's 26. He's six, two. Um, Same. he's yes. Uh, he's six, <laughs> two signed. He, he had 45 goals for PSV and scored three goals for, for Brighton was loaned to Hoffenheim scored four goals. He scored twice for Cincinnati, but like one was a penalty. I don't know what the other one was, but just you have someone like that in your squad. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It was bad. spectacular. It was incredible. Um, yeah, that game is actually now on his wiki page for some reason. The game, this had the game at 1 1, helped c- send Cincinnati to penalties. He subsequently had his penalty shot blocked as Cincinnati would go on to lose 14 penalties. It conveniently leaves out the part where he completely
0: just really It Just the worst miss.
2: I don't know how you. It's harder to miss that. I feel like, but anyway, um, it's there's been a lot of good games, and um, I I encourage everyone to watch it because it's really fun and the league is hilarious. Uh, Who do you guys think
0: is going to win the the thing? Oh, who? Okay, Um, sorry. I was going to go like full pessimistic there and just be like, who cares? Like, (laughs) but (laughs) I (laughs) mean yeah honestly who's still left in let's actually do some research here i know san jose has been like they're supposed to be bad mm-hmm. but like they're actually killing it yeah this yeah. tournament they're, they're not per, just would like you say they're plus. performing like, above they've been, their yeah they've been yeah. No, they're performing above what their lo-
2: roster would indicate so next round we have sporting kansas city philadelphia union we have Orlando City and LAFC. We have Minnesota and the Quakes, um, NYCFC in Portland. So I think in the final we're probably going to be looking at uh, who the Union are, are pretty decent. I think New York City FC um, and LAFC is probably what it's going to be. Orlando's uh, pretty good
0: too. Minnesota has surprised me, but yeah, I think LA is just going to beat barely the crap out through. of everybody. <laughs>
2: LAFC is good Um, Diego Rossi is just Just banging in goals Um, they also had an absurd game the other day against the Sounders um, who Will Bruin had a couple he he got them within one and then had a couple misses that should have should have at least tied it up but LAFC should have already been winning by like 15 goals like Diego Rossi kept missing he should have had 5 or 6 goals it was crazy I think LAFC is going to win, but and they don't even have Carlos Mm -hmm. (laughs) Vela,
0: so that's cool. Um, That's great. Yeah, let's (sighs) think about LAFC. Like they have like six other players that are also the best player in the league.
2: You know, I know. Even like Bradley Wright Phillips is scoring for them right now, and like (laughs) Mark Anthony K was doing super. It's so frustrating. I, I hate. I hate it.
0: Well, so maybe we should have hired Bob Bradley.
2: Yeah, we honestly probably should have. Um, but I, mean, I mean, sure, we didn't have really an opportunity to, to be I honest. Know. But we did have some exciting RSL news, though, where we didn't sign Sebastian Soto, and he signed with Norwich City. Do you Remember that?
1: Oh yeah. Wait, is that exciting? For no. Us? Mm, no. Uh, I mean, good it's for not him. exciting
2: for us. It is good for him. Do you think he could potentially be loaned here?
1: No. No, he'll be loaned somewhere for a work permit. Yeah, although Brexit makes that kind of an interesting thing. It used to be you'd loan a player to a country where it was a little faster to get a work permit. Yeah, or or a European visa, but uh, clearly that doesn't mean much now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't I don't know exactly what happens there, but yeah, I don't think he'll get a work permit for the UK.
2: Yeah. Um, He doesn't have any, like, British family or anything, I assume.
0: No, I can't imagine he does.
1: Not like Brooks Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is one of the things about (laughs) EPL and championship teams, uh, like, just England teams, that I don't understand. I tried to understand it a few years (laughs) ago, but I just simply can't wrap my head around why they would sign a player that, like, they know for a fact is not going to get a work permit.
2: I have no idea. I don't understand it either. I don't know what any of them... Yeah, I'm sure I don't, I don't there really are internet. some
0: money numbers on a piece of paper somewhere that would explain it. I'm sure they can make money on this kind of thing, but
1: I, I don't know. I don't get it. He, I mean, they're basically just investing in the player's future, right? Yeah, just helping him yeah, he, like, become successful is on loan. Someone.
0: Hopefully they can yeah. sell
2: him somewhere, but... <laughs> Who's who's an example of who that's worked for? Uh, with Americans in particular, like What's-His-Face, um, center-back Matt Miazga. Where is he playing?
0: He, uh, I will Google Chelsea, it. Chelsea, isn't he? Well, he was he, a Chelsea player. Oh, no, 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 with, he's it. been with Reading for the last two seasons, I think. D- is he online? Right? Is
2: he
1: still a Chelsea I player? I thought he
0: was loaned to Reading, and then I thought Reading bought him, but... <laughs>
1: I'm happy to be uh, if wrong on they that. They did. Wikipedia didn't say it, so I don't okay, know. Okay,
0: but I know he's been at Reading. I think he's been there for two years now. I that's just says a year.
2: Yeah,
1: he was at that. But he is still
2: a Chelsea player. Yeah. Oh, he was at Vitess and then Notts and then and then Reading. Interesting. Yeah. So he's. I think they're trying to follow the the very but, famed Matt Miazga blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> like, He's made like, two whole appearances for Chelsea. Right? Yeah.
0: That's the Chelsea blueprint. Like they almost have more players that are on loan than they have on
2: their first team roster. It's so weird. I guess it's cool. I don't know.
1: When you've got money. <laughs> Out on loan. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and part of me thinks uh, clubs are incentivized to focus on, on opportunities to buy and sell like that uh, so that they can meet things like financial fair play. Yeah. So
2: yeah, they've got a whole bundle of players on loan right now. Whew. Yeah.
1: It's yeah. Fun. I hate it, but yeah, it almost makes me love MLS.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. It's almost it's great. Um, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to uh, Sebastian Soto. Did I, I didn't say Bovo earlier. Really, did I, I don't know. No. Sebastian Soto. I wish we, in another, in another universe, potentially, we have him as
1: our center forward, but it's fine. Oh, there's some BOFO news. There is some BOFO news. He, oh, man. Um, <laughs> does anyone have his tweet pulled up? <laughs> Did he tweet Whoa. something
0: again? Yeah, yeah. I got it. So, RLT, somebody, okay.
2: um, somebody... Jay Hernandez, who... I don't know who this guy is. I think... I don't know if he's just like friends with BOFO or something, but he said... Uh, damn Ochoa better start over this goalkeeper for RSL and Bofo said in all caps for real lol crying laughing face and then the guy the sideways crying laughing like the roll or like that yeah the one that's like "Ah." Um, (laughs) I hate that one and and then he said you killing it at Pumas keep it up so that sucks (laughs) (laughs) that's that makes me feel pretty
0: bad <laughs> ochoa, d- tell me if i'm wrong but isn't ochoa injured right now yeah. he was on the injury report for the first like two or three games wasn't he? yeah no he, yeah. he's not that's in something... orlando i don't think it yeah. i think yeah like, right. correct that I but yeah overall, fine to have the opinion fine to have the opinion that like ochoa should be starting but don't make that argument when ochoa is injured yeah that's yeah. That's fine. Um, Sorry, that's one of my pet peeves is when people are like, "This injured player injured. should definitely be starting over this not injured player." Like,
1: yeah, I mean, anyway. I think it was a thumb injury.
2: Yeah, I also, I mean, we know that they were going to start McMath over a They did at the beginning yeah. of the season, anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a that's a good segue into our incredible game in which we bowed out. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what a game that was. You guys you guys all all watched it. I was watching it on TV, so I when we were t- I was talking in Slack, but I feel like I have an extra responsibility because I was a little bit ahead of the people who were on streams <laughs> and it makes me feel weird with having that responsibility, <laughs> but the final score was a uh, 5-2 and boy was it a journey how we got to that 5-2. Yeah.
1: Um, to say the (laughs) least
2: yeah so we had did we have some good chances early on i can't remember if we missed a a chance early on we had like three chances the whole game so yeah
0: well i was gonna say i thought my recollection of the game was that we were terrible for the first little bit and then we were okay for most of the rest of the first half and then we were were miserable in the second half with like two bright spots we, we were bad so
2: um Christian Espinoza scored their first goal on a play where, if I remember correctly, um, Aaron Herrera had a really bad giveaway on the right side. They pulled the ball into the middle. (laughs) Donny Toya completely had no idea what he was doing. He moved to the middle to double mark their center forward um, with Justin Glad or Silva. And they passed it to their right winger, who just had one-on-one against the keeper because Toya pulled himself out of position for no reason. And then just buried it past McMath, who probably should have saved it. It was like knee level right while he was going down. I don't know. It was bad. But then like literally half a second later on the kickoff, um, we accidentally get Douglas Martinez, a one-on-one versus the keeper, and he chipped it over very nicely and scored. (laughs) And it was their defender overplayed. A pass from Corey Baird, um, and
1: just beautiful stuff. Really, it was-
2: <laughs> it's it's really frustrating that that was one of our like that was such a stupid goal. I mean, it was it was a really nice goal, but like it wasn't from any sort of like um build up play or anything. Corey just hit a bad pass, and their defender like overplayed it, and it just perfectly set up Douglas for the one on one. And then we go into halftime tied at one, in which we sub out Donnie Toya and put in Alvin Jones who um, basically the first time he was (laughs) tested just drags down somebody in the box, just a horrible play, gives up a penalty, Erickson buries a penalty, Um, and then their third goal, which is the one I really thought was offside, um, but whatever... (laughs) doesn't matter nick <laughs> math like threw the worst pass out of the 18 just right to the uh, earthquakes and they just uh, had some nice passes and had a nice little goal inside the six of course um we put in beckerman and justin miram to God everton yeah so that was weird that we were down three one and the first sub we make that wasn't our first two subs were defensive subs but um took out Kyle Beckerman or excuse me, put in Kyle Beckerman and took out Everton, which I thought was interesting. Um, I thought Pablo, Pablo Ruiz had a good game by the way, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Um, Then our, our, our second goal came from Marcelo Silva, just like wandering up the field, which Trevor (laughs) had a really (laughs) great tweet about. He was like, I would just love to see Marcelo Silva continue to wander up the field aimlessly or whatever. And of course, soon after he gets a nice assist to Demir Krylok who scored really well. Demir Krylok yeah. had a few one-on-one against the keeper chances that he did not capitalize on so at least he scored that one then Marcelo Silva went in for a super gnarly hard tackle got a red card well deserved Wando scores and then we give up another
0: penalty <laughs> who gave up the second penalty <laughs> It remember. was uh, the handball on Beckerman. Oh, yeah. Oh. that's right. Was, and then, like I saw it live and I was like, how did the referee miss that? Because it was the most obvious thing. Yeah, they went to VAR, he, he walked like, over, looked at it for like half of one second and was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it and wasn't then, even a little bit of a debate.
2: Yep. So then they scored the penalty and then Kyle Beckerman kicks the ball at the ref, gets a red card, <laughs> and then the game was over. <laughs>
1: So that was after the final whistle, which is my favorite part of all oh, of it. Oh, yeah, that's like, right. Still a red card in the match, but like he's blowing the whistle and then he kicks the ball and then gets him. a red card.
2: So yeah, pretty much a good summation of the whole thing. Might be Kyle Beckerman's last game in an RSL. Sure, we don't know. Um, oh my gosh, what a twenty twenty is weird. What a miserable game that was.
1: <sighs> yeah. So. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Like. So it's it's there was one moment I think that really like
0: Matt struggling so to it, right? come up
1: with a question right now. I know. <laughs> I know. Turned it from like bad to really bad. And that was the Marcel Silver Red card. Yeah. Like so, I, thought, I felt like we were momentum, in the match. Um, yeah. Um, but but before that we were also really bad. So um
2: We were bad, but we had, we had momentum, but we were still bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, so
0: I just want to talk about Marcelo Silva for a second because Kyle was right like I, yeah. I tweeted about Silva just venturing forward with the ball and I said that because that's what like Marcelo does every now and then we've talked about it like if he yeah. gets the ball and he has space in front of him he's happy to just dribble it downfield and then pass it off to somebody at some point and oftentimes that turns into Marcelo turning the ball over or just making a <laughs> dumb pass and it's just like Marcelo likes bringing the ball forward and he likes being involved in the play ahead of the center back line which is fine yeah. like if it works but it doesn't work all the time like it works sometimes but not all the time oftentimes it is actually bad and he's been doing it for the entire time he's here Um, anyway, he had done it like three or four times and that's why I tweeted that and then the very next time he hit a miracle pass to Demir who hit a miracle shot into the net and so it worked out and that was funny going <laughs> Oh, that was <laughs> <fun. laughs>
1: sure. That's fair.
0: But uh that's what happened with him getting a red card. Was it was another like of him going Yeah, he got, toward- he got the he got the red card like way far forward in the field. Yeah, he because <laughs> he had taken the ball and he was just dribbling through open field. And it was uh Matt Doyle that pointed it out um that that's one of the easy ways to break down San Jose's like man on man defense is just like have a center forward bring the ball forward because they're not being marked Center and nobody back, yeah. steps forward to mark them until they're in the attacking third but anyway so that's what silva was doing he brought the ball forward and he had a moment if you go back and watch it he has a moment where he's got two or three decent options to pass the ball off to either demir or i, I don't remember who cory or somebody else that was on mm-hmm. the wing and he decided to dribble into three san jose defenders mm-hmm. as we love to do lose the ball get a turnover and then the ball just like bounces around for a second and then in his haste to win the ball back because he lost it he makes the dumbest tackle on the planet like it's just a series of things that are like why are you doing this this isn't going to work okay you could fix it nope we're not going to all right why are you doing this is not going to work all right let's try to fix it no red card like just every yeah. single step of that whole what's the word? Th- that whole play, basically, was just like bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. Oh yep. yeah, so frustrating.
1: Okay, this brings me to a question I have for both of you. And myself, I guess, but I'm asking you guys. Is Marcel Silva too much of a liability? <sighs> yeah. <laughs>
0: that sigh Yeah, um, i think he, I, like honestly i don't know i here's the thing despite the last two minutes of me talking i kind of like Marcelo. despite yeah. but, but like because of his flaws like he's just a fun player he makes mm-hmm. games more fun <laughs> that way but no i i think he is a liability and i don't like at the end of the day i think there's he's either just like even money or like a net loss yeah for the team, you know what I mean? I don't think
2: he's too much of a liability. I've been I I would I think that would probably feel too harsh coming from me cuz I feel like I've been pretty um happy with him recently, especially so far in this tournament. Um I thought that was just I, I don't think he's made too many stupid decisions. Our defense was just so bad in that game. Oh so yeah, I, for I, sure. It's hard for me to be too harsh or feel too harshly about Marcelo because I don't think he was the core of the problem. I just, but that, that tackle is pretty indicative of the trouble he gets himself into. Sometimes I prefer Natum. <laughs> but, yeah but uh, you know, I don't think he's too much reliability. What do you think, Matt?
1: Yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you in that. I prefer Natum, um, but I actually think Natum and Silva make a good combination. I think so too. Now, of course I, I love seeing Justin Glad on the field and I think You've got to play your really good young player. Like, no doubt about that. So for me, the preferred pairing is Justin and Natum. Mm -hmm. Um, But Natum tempers Marcelo Silva in, like, a really valuable way. And when those mistakes happen, he's there to back him up or, like, there to, like, pull him back a little bit. Yeah,
2: I would rather see Natum and Silva than Silva and Glad. I think that's my second favorite rather than... Um, even though I think Justin, um, is, a might be a better player, but I, the, the better pairing is, um, Nedim and Silva, but I think the best pairing is Nedim and Glad, um, yeah. which is kind of weird, but I, mainly just cause I think Nedim makes people around him better. Um,
1: yeah, he communicates, right? Yeah. And Marcel Silva is not like an on-field vocal leader, no, right? He's not. From everything we've seen i mean nato well i'm
2: sorry i meant in this tournament because oh, I'm in the tournament. Um, yelling at people we didn't we don't have ned no yelling at people and we don't we didn't albert. have kyle i don't know well that's a good we should we should talk about albert but yeah let's talk about well, why did we lose so badly <laughs>
0: Real quick, before we get off the Silva conversation, I kind of want to sure. reframe Matt's question this way: Would you rather have Eric Holt on the field pairing with Justin, or would, or would you rather have Silva?
1: We saw that once, right? I think so. Yeah, did Eric Holt play in this tournament? Yeah,
2: he did. He started yeah. the. Uh, did he start the Sporting Kansas City game, or was it the uh, Minnesota game? I thought it was the what? Colorado game, Blair. but I could be wrong. No, it wasn't the Colorado. We started with. Uh, we started with um, Silva and Glad on the Colorado game. That was the first game. Holt, Holt started the second game, maybe.
1: Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Was it the second game?
2: I don't remember. It's kind of forgettable. That game <laughs> was so boring. I can. I've got I it right here. I Minnesota game. That was wow. Yeah. What a stinker.
1: <laughs> oh man. No, he didn't start the second game. It was the third one then. Yeah. In Sporting?
2: Yeah. Okay. It was that one, which we lost 2-0, and I didn't really pay much attention even when I rewatched it because I already knew yeah. what happened. But, um, yeah, man.
1: Oh, boy. Right. Um, I'm looking at our uh, – so I don't have expected goals for this last matchup, but um, – <laughs> Our expected goals for the match against Sporting Kansas City, uh, 0. 0.3.
0: Point, okay. I was going to say it's 0. 0.5 <laughs> or below for sure. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, what's our expected goals the, for the tournament? So badly? Because we can't score goals. Yeah. I would love and, to see our combined yeah, XG for the, in, right? the entire tournament, because I promise it's not good. I, Every single game, we, we were terrible. Well, I mean, except for <laughs> Colorado, but like yeah. Well, like, on, on average, it was I not guess good chance creation, did. not good key passes, not good shots. Yeah. All of those stats were all very very low the last three games. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's it's just yeah, we had five shots against Sporting Kansas City. We had two chances created. I mean, I don't I just don't want only one shot on target. Oh,
1: man. It just, it kind of all feels broken right now, right?
2: It really does. And it's not like Freddie didn't try, like he put, he put in Sam for a half um, and that didn't work. Uh,
1: It was like just bad, right?
2: Everything was just bad. Like I don't, I I think Albert on the wing is, so Albert's been playing on the wing. I think that's been a patented failure at this point um, for this team. It's not going to work. He's not. I mean, Matt can tell us about some of his uh, Twitter battles here in a sec, but like, Opera Rusnak, I know we were harsh on him last time, and I will continue to be harsh because he was so bad. And it's not even. Bad almost feels. Poorly descriptive because it's it's like I didn't even notice him for large, large stretches of this of this tournament. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what he was doing. Mm -hmm. (sighs)
1: Should we get into it? Let's get into it. All right. Um, So let's uh, let's just look at some stats. okay? because I think they're they're really telling from that last game. Um, The starting player who played 90 minutes uh, with the fewest touches. And fewest passes was uh, our man Albert, which um, I'm I'm of two minds about it. Uh, on on one hand, or in one mind, or I don't know how you're supposed to use that. I'm in some mind metaphor, actually, it. yeah. Um, but on one hand, Albert Rusnak, like can't do anything if he's not getting the ball, right? Um. On the other hand, when you're center forward and we play in a system that doesn't always involve the center forward very heavily um, has more touches than your like chief playmaker. Um, I think something significant has gone wrong. And I, I want to think there's a coaching element, but there was one particular like sequence. um, And maybe you guys can shed more light on this. Maybe you remember it uh, where Albert was on the wing Aaron Herrera was coming up with the wing, the wing with the ball. Aaron took a step back, filled in at right back in an attacking play. Um, the ball pinged around a little bit in the midfield, went out for a throw. Albert went up to where he wanted to take the throw in, and uh, Herrera picked the ball up and just threw it in with Albert just kind of standing there on the sideline. And it, it just was like the perfect illustration of this game. Yeah, and the perfect illustration of Albert Rusnak in twenty twenty. I don't know. What do you guys think? Who Trevor was you
0: who was the the key playmaker this last game against San Jose? Who was our playmaker for us? Yeah, for
1: us. Did we did we have one? That's kind of uh, my point.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, it could have
2: been it could have been Corey. He had some good moments that he completely, he had that one where he like nutmegged someone had that incredible run and then just dribbled right into three people and lost the ball when he had, I think it was Douglas on the left side. Like they did this nice overlap and he nope. just, I was like, okay, Corey, like what was that? Like, we know you prefer to pass and try to dribble against people because you can't, but he didn't. So I don't know what that was. Demir was gone for a lot of it too. he, he did have some shots on on goal. He scored that one. I guess Silva was a playmaker for that goal. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say that Pablo our Ruiz, playmaker
2: was Pablo Ruiz—that was the only guy who was like really—and I, I don't expect yeah. Everton to be that guy. Rip. Like, I was going to oh, say oh, is, I was
0: going to say Silva and Pablo and Everton were kind of the playmakers. Yeah. Everything was it kind was of going to- through them, and insane. <laughs> it was insane. Yeah, it was really bad. You're
2: right. It was the three of them because Silva kept running forward with the ball, which ended up getting us a goal. Pablo Ruiz and Everton had some nice link up play with everyone. But where were, where was literally anyone like, I I don't know what Albert's doing. I don't know. And Matt didn't mention it, but he got in a little bit of a Twitter (laughs) back as he compared Albert to Magnus Ericsson. Um, his magnus erickson makes uh one quarter or wait one eighth of what a or i guess it's a quarter of what albert meant
1: yeah about a quarter um
2: and he was everywhere way like, better magnus Ericsson was everywhere against us and it's like i don't know what's what it, it and it's not like and they don't play the exact same position but as Matt pointed out to someone who was arguing with him, it's like that person's the playmaker and the playmaker needs to be making plays. So I don't know if it was specific to the position that Albert or that, that uh, Magnus Erickson was playing against us, but every time he got the ball, he looked dangerous against us because he kept getting the ball around the 18 inside the 18 um, and was looking really good. So I don't know what, I don't know if it's on Freddie. I don't know if it's on Albert. I think it's just Albert never really. I think he had a shot in the first half that was decent. But other than that, like he's not, he doesn't strike fear in anyone like he did that one time in in Houston. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think. It's got to, I don't know if the whole blame is on Freddie or the whole blame is on the players, but I I feel like part of it's got to be on Freddie. Like there was obviously no clear, at least in this last game, there was no clear defined playmaker. There was no clearly defined path for the ball to go to. There was nobody that we were trying to get the ball to or any like cohesive plan. The only thing that worked most of the time for most of the game was just bypassing the midfield. Like just passing it up to one of the top three, Demir, Corey, or Douglas or somebody like that, and then everybody else catching up once they got the ball down the field. Like there there wasn't any kind of midfield cohesion. There wasn't any sustained possession. There just wasn't good soccer, like at all from anybody. And Albert getting the fewest touches on the team, he's (laughs) starting players at least. That's, that's of start. Well, yeah, okay. Of starting players, anybody that's on yeah, the field for ninety fair. minutes that gets the fewest touches on the team and isn't the goalkeeper, like that's a problem.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's a, that's whatever plan you're using is not working.
2: Y- yeah, that's completely unacceptable. I like,
0: especially if that player is being team, paid two like, million dollars, and yeah, especially a, if that's a, the guy that's that ideally is your playmaker is your chance creator is your number 10 or if he's going to be out on the wing he needs to get the ball on the wing and he needs to make stuff happen from the wing yeah wherever you that's put Albert true. he needs to be making stuff happen and he yeah if he's on the at wing at that
2: means we're, that means we're playing through the wing to like offensively like we're playing yeah. through the yeah. wing like that's what if he's on the wing that's where we should be playing through if he's in the center then we should be playing through the center like I don't understand what's so crazy about that that like it seems to be like Albert's being put on the field in a position just because he's Albert and we pay him a lot of money, not because like it's part of the game plan because it clearly isn't. We're not we're not playing through Albert or he's not. I, I I don't know. It's hard for me to determine what's on what's the game plan or what's uh, just happening naturally through the run of play. But like or who is purposely not getting themselves involved in the play. But like whatever it is, it's completely broken. and. Um, and it's weird seeing how little time Giuseppe Rossi got. It's weird. I don't understand that at all. Um, because you know what's funny is uh, Natum's podcast with Giuseppe Rossi was super good, um, and I highly recommend everyone listen to that. But um, and he had, they had played against each other at a certain point. I think Man Manchester City Manchester United days. Um, but Nidum's podcast was titled, and he mentioned it multiple times. For the podcast "Don't Sleep on Giuseppe Rossi," and I was like, "This is a message to Freddie." <laughs> and I stand by that <laughs> because I don't, I don't know, man. Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing playing Corey over and over again or Albert? Like, why? What? What value is Albert bringing? Like, put. I just don't understand. Like, why are we? And putting Giuseppe Rossi in for the last two minutes of the Minnesota game or whatever it was, or or the Colorado – I can't remember which game
1: it was now. You got um, a little more against Colorado, but you're right about yeah. the Minnesota game. It was he was, he, it was he, a time it was time-wasting appearance. Times.
2: Yeah, that's right. Time-wasting appearance when we were tied. So, um, yeah, I just don't understand what's going on with that. I don't understand. I have I, kind of been expecting more from Justin Mirum. Um He hasn't looked great, but he's been – i think he's better than Corey. i don't know
0: (laughs) there was a a tweet that charles barnard i think it was charles tweeted he was basically like so what's the we've had several games with justin miram now like what have we learned about justin and the only thing that i can glean from my time watching justin is he's not a game changer
2: no he's not a guy
0: that you can sub in and be like this guy is going to change something we're going to change our tactics we're going to change the way we play he's going to bring energy yep. something he he just isn't that guy he's just another player at this point like yeah he, i don't I, think he's the player that we all thought he was going to be which is probably fair but he yeah he just doesn't bring much of anything not,
2: why we're not starting I don't know if we need to go back to like a 4-4-2 four, four, or something, but we got to get like Giuseppe Rossi started and integrated in the team. If he's gonna, <laughs> if he's actually part of the like the, the plan for this team, I don't, I mean, again, I don't even know what the rest of the season, if we're, there is the rest of the season or what that's. Important. Yeah, that's fair. But like, I, I don't know why we brought him in if we're not going to like really test him. I, I just don't understand.
1: So one thing I would throw in here. Is that Freddie has said I think he's good for something like twenty five minutes at this point. I think he played uh, twenty-five it. minutes across four games. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's that argument struggles that way. But I think it's clear that the coaching staff doesn't think he's fit. Yeah. Whether he's fit or not. Um It's what that's, that's interesting. Like,
2: man yeah I, I guess it really does come down to that I hope I guess I don't I don't know if I hope in the podcast with Nate with Natum it sounded like everything was ready to go and he's been healthy and fit for a while um <clears throat> especially due to this break um mm-hmm. I, <laughs>
1: I <laughs> so there was I, one bit of you. speculation I saw yeah and uh there was a rumor floating around four weeks ago probably Uh, Maybe three weeks that that Rossi was a target for a return to Italy, I believe. Yeah. And I wonder if there's something to that. Yeah. If if it's keeping him protected, making a a little bit of money off that deal. Or if he said, I want to go back to Italy. I mean, none of it. Right. I don't know.
0: I can't imagine that. that, I, I understand that that would be a rumor or speculation, but I can't imagine that that's real life he was a free agent for what was a year and a half, two years. He went back and played in Italy for a little bit. He went back and tried to get teams to sign him for free and nobody took him. Like he, he did that. And then he went on trial at New York. Didn't happen. Then he didn't play for a year. And then he finally signed with us. And yeah, I, I can't imagine that he signed with us, played four minutes. And now all of a sudden, a couple teams in Italy are like, oh, maybe we will take a chance on this guy. He almost signed yeah. in the podcast. He talked about how he almost
2: signed that um, he had a, an agreement with. I think it was Juventus when he got injured one of the times that um, <laughs> Juventus, Barcelona and Bayern Munich had all, all he had offers with all of them, which is crazy to think about that he's here. But um, yeah, I have no idea. I think that's there's potential there. But it seems like like Trevor said, like he's barely
1: played at all. So I don't know. Yeah. And I, th- yeah. I think it's really telling that he never got on with even the MLS teams that, you know, he trialed with. Yeah. Now, of course, I think there's also something weird about the fact that he came back from injury and still couldn't sign anywhere for what, like a year? That is true. And that came right after a doping scandal that where he was cleared, but like still nobody signed him. And I, it just, I don't trust UEFA <laughs> mm-hmm. to uh, do anything right. Yeah. And uh, it just, my uh, spider sense is a tingle. Well, st- That's the phrase, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The story was, at least with um, New York Red Bull, when he trialed with them, the story was that he was asking like crazy money. And that was kind of the rumors about why he couldn't sign, why nobody did sign him. Like he had offers from teams, but he wouldn't sign him because he was looking for like two or three million a year after coming off like an ACL after being injured. And so that's what kept – that's the story is what kept him from being signed for so long. Yeah. So anyway, I –
2: yeah,
0: Rossi, this whole situation with him just bugs me. It really – it
2: really bugs me. (laughs) I don't know. I would love to get some like true clarity on it because it's just very frustrating to see – just the sub at the very end of that game was just felt disrespectful (laughs) like
0: why even put him on this is (laughs) a tournament this is a like a structure we've been allowed five subs yeah I don't think the whole he's not fit I, I don't buy that you know I what I mean? Like, you can put a player on for 10 minutes. You can start a player and just plan to take him off at halftime or put yeah. him on at halftime. You know what I mean? Well, like, the
2: thing with Sam, they clearly feel just fine starting Sam and taking him off at halftime. That's happened to him multiple times now.
0: Yeah. Um, like, I don't know what the holdup is. And, like I said, you're with-
2: really telling me that Rossi couldn't do a, a first half and, and get, get subbed off if he needed to. Like, why would we not start him at least once or just give it a shot?
0: Yeah, I don't, Uh, I don't understand it. Oh my gosh. There's so many things about this team that historically it feels like we've tried to explain away or we've tried to Mm -hmm. justify like for ourselves or find some rumor that helps things make sense. But yeah, there's, mm, we can't do that with Rossi. I don't think there's nothing there that we can be like, oh yeah, because of X, Y, Z. It just doesn't make any sense.
1: I think the problem is uh, I don't think his his like post injury career doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, and it just it just feels very strange. That's fair. Yeah,
2: yeah, it is weird. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about who who we did like and who was oh, yeah. bad. There were players on that RSL I think did
0: or pretty well. I guess okay.
2: Let's, let's <laughs> yes. finish out who else was bad this tournament, and let's end with who we did like. Um, overall, bad. I thought Toya had a pretty bad tournament. Um. The second half of this tournament was bad. Um,
1: yeah, I thought his first couple games, I thought he was mm-hmm. reasonably solid. Yeah,
2: but he was, then he fell apart. Yeah, that was bad. Um, I thought Toya was bad. I thought Corey was pretty underwhelming. Um, but I mean, he was Corey was pretty much what I expected to be honest.
1: Uh, it was perfectly Corey.
2: Albert was bad, but you know, yeah. Um, McMath, I'm not happy with McMath. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm still. I mean, Belfast, so. yeah,
0: I'm still just fine with McMath, to be honest. I don't I, think he's the answer. I don't think he's like the next great anything. But he's an MLS starting goalkeeper, and like I the guess. reality of the situation is like that's what we have now.
2: Yeah, we're just yeah. sitting
0: here going, "Oh, I wish it was Ramondo." Like, yeah, I, I wish don't too. Even know but if I wish
2: it was Ramondo. I just wish he. I don't know. Goalkeeper is a weird position, so I don't. I don't. Whatever. I guess
0: that's that's what I'm worried about. Is I know that a lot of people don't like McMath because he made yeah. one or two mistakes in the past couple of games. <laughs> but like that's what you have when you have a keeper like McMath, like MLS keeper. Yeah, and that's what we have. And as far yeah. as regular MLS keepers go, he's not bad, but he's just <laughs> yeah. a regular MLS keeper. So like, cool your jets yeah, for right. just a little bit. It.
2: it- yeah, that's fair. I think it's been he does, a pretty stark contract with contrast with his distribution, especially.
0: But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. He,
1: he does fit kind of the MLS standard, doesn't he? Yes, yeah. MLS is bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. It sucks
1: so bad. It's so funny. We have some we have some good players <laughs> in MLS, but like for for the most part, it's pretty bad. I, and I love it for it. But like, I, I know
2: what's what sucks though is like these games that we played. It's like it could have. Each one of these games, I could be, I could feel probably so much different about if we just had Sovereigno burying like another shot from like corner of the eighteen. Like that would yeah. be like, but we don't have that player. We do not have the person that's gonna come. Like we don't have that game changer. Like yeah. like Trevor said, it's not Mirim. Um But like Sovereigno was good for one of those really nice timely performances when we needed it, and he got us he scored for he scored down in Brazil today, by the way. Um <laughs> uh yeah. I just we don't have that person anymore. And Saverino's absence is uh there's no one that's uh filling
1: that spot. So um, Can I make you guys sad for one second? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um let's go. So that 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 Houston game where Albert Rusnight came off the bench, yeah. scored twice. Um Oh, he came off the bench of that game? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, just like really Great, great performance. Mm-hmm. Um, next month is the two-year anniversary of that.
2: It's already been two years, huh?
1: Two years, and uh, we've got a whole bunch of penalties since then, but well, not a whole lot else. He's had some bad penalties, too. What
0: are you guys doing yeah. to celebrate the two-year anniversary of the last time <laughs> Albert Rusnak was good?
1: <laughs> Let's record a podcast that day.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, okay. So who was good this tournament? Um... Not all at once. Justin Glad <laughs> was pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. I thought Justin was good.
2: I thought Everton was just really good. Everton, I thought, yeah, I,
0: Everton was lights out. I thought I was disappointed.
1: Yeah,
2: at, I thought. I mean, I think I thought there was some like kind of worrying stuff from Pablo early on where he was just positionally was kind of weird. But yeah, I really like what Pablo Ruiz brings to that defensive mid spot, and I think he and Everton were a good pairing. Despite that we gave up uh, five goals in this last game, I thought uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were
0: hardly Pablo Ruiz and everything's right, right, fault. Right,
2: right. No, they weren't. Um, definitely not. None of those came from. There were two penalties, uh, <laughs> defensive mistakes, like really bad backline mistakes, um, and yeah. Mick Math's service. <laughs> so I thought Pablo was. I was very happy to see him. I, I like the Ruiz-Luis pairing. Um, yeah. Who else? I think that's I, like literally it. I thought uh, I thought Douglas was was pretty good.
0: Yeah, he was next okay, guy I, I thought he so was. Lot though. He what? <laughs> he flops so
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> he a practically a, Demir.
0: He is
2: like I think he's a little worse than Demir. Um, I wow. don't know that that's yeah.
0: possible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's in. I think he's in more positions to flop than Demir. But Demir, yeah, with, that's Demir definitely. He dives. But uh yeah, I
0: didn't think anyone was really great other than who we've named, I think. Well, and we're like we're stretching to name players that were really good.
1: I thought Aaron Herrera was good. Yeah, he, he was he was solid. Yeah, I don't think he really he stood out. At, snack in front of him. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> that, that's the other thing. Like what that's the thing. Like, what would he be with? Like a really good winger in front of him. I'm, I'm yeah. Really I how good was he
0: with Sovereigno in front of him? Extremely good. <laughs> yeah, he was really good. But like, that's sorry, like, like a, a more digress, traditional but... like
2: winger. I mean, Sovereigno is is that? But like, I mean, I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's it really sucks.
1: <laughs> I just I don't know how you manage. I'm going to harp on this all night. To have the fewest touches of starting players when your right back behind you has, I believe, the most on the team. Uh, let me double check that. But
2: that's absurd I, if that if that's that's really the case. But we, I mean, even that if uh, that is the case, sixty
1: one touches cool. for Aaron Herrera. And how
2: in the world is Albert avoiding the ball that much?
1: Yeah, because you have to at that point, right? Aaron Herrera is a tried and true like. <laughs> He can pass it short, he can pass it long. Yeah. He will find you if you're in a position to be found.
2: That really sucks. I'm gonna I know Aaron had that giveaway that led to their first goal. I'm gonna go ahead and blame that on Albert first of all. Um, <laughs> well that <laughs> yeah, giveaway that
0: right, right now. That was another thing. I I gotta rewatch it, but I remember watching it live and then watching the replay and not thinking that the giveaway was that big of a deal because it was way uh, forward. The highlight doesn't
2: show it. It was Um, pretty
0: advanced. They had to still carry the ball 70 yards. Okay.
2: That really was right. I I know. I just jokingly blamed Albert. That was 100% on Donnie Toya for not.
0: He (laughs) left his man. There were. Wow. Are you talking about where the guy (laughs) runs out to the wing and Donnie just stays central? There are two people to Donnie Toya's left. Yeah. At this point. That's one of the things that Donnie does that I don't think that I understand. Oh my god! he loves screenshot. to just tuck so funny. super centrally when he's defending? He doesn't ever defend wide. He just defends centrally. Wow. It's crazy. Look at this screenshot. That what sense? screenshot?
1: Are you posting in Slack? I'm I hope it you're in posting in
0: Slack because you moved your camera to what appears to be a, a, a t-shirt or a blanket or a pillow. Could be. Look at so. yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. Look at okay. What is so it's doing? a screenshot.
2: Three people marking their center forward, and there is
0: a winger and their right back who are wide <laughs> open on the right side. Yeah, this is for people who want to find it and know what we're talking about. It's just the pass right before Espinoza gets the ball for his first goal. And yeah, look at where Donny is looking. We have two center backs on the guy with the ball, and Donny is still going for that. Yeah, anyway.
1: you know, it, it occurs to me that donny toy is probably better when someone is communicating with him
2: exactly like it could be and, mm-hmm. Justin would, him, but it's too late yep yeah
1: and i i think that's the problem is justin glad should be like at this point in his career he should be developing those communication skills yeah and they're not quite clicking when he's next to marcelo silva agreed wow and so it's, it's a little puzzling and i I think it's probably the one thing that'll hold him back from being like a world class, as far as U.S. players are concerned. Yeah, center It's, back. it's not going to put him on the national team.
0: Wow, that was, San Jose that was is coming. I remember towards the right, like they're the balls coming from the left, going to the right. Yes, all of Anything the RSL defenders inside. are going from the left to the right.
1: Right. Except for Except Donny, Donny Toya.
0: Toya who's coming in from the right, <laughs> going left towards the center while Espinoza just peels off his back shoulder and creates what is charitably 15 yards of space between him and Donny Toya. <laughs> <laughs> Wide open for the ball at the top of the 18. That is – that it honestly is way worse <laughs> to look back on. I can't, No wonder you yeah, got well, that. Yeah, well, and like here's the thing. Like screenshot, a still of a soccer game is always going to make it look worse than it is. But yeah, like there's no yeah. way that you can analyze this and be like – Yeah, Donnie Toya was fair to do what he did. (laughs) Especially because he's looking at two of his center backs running towards them. I don't know why. No, if you watch, if Um, you were not able to, but if you were able to like play this forward for three seconds, what happens is Donnie sees the ball and then does like a full 360 and then turns again to like look at and chase him. Like, uh, oh my
1: goodness. uh, Donnie just really
0: played that bad. To be fair, Kyle McMath should have saved this Zach one math. yeah, Z- Zach Z- Zach yeah you're right, right. I said Kyle McMath and then I blocked <laughs> No, you're good anyway um, Zach, and Zach for sure should have made the save anyway but he looks so tired Espinosa <laughs> should not have gotten the ball in the space that he did in the place that he wow, did that's bad defense okay anyway yeah <laughs> so
2: he 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 had a good first couple games. Um, we were good defensively against Minnesota. Um, yeah. So shout out to our defense <laughs> for the first
0: two games. Remember so, after the first two games when we were like, oh, we're the only team that hasn't one of like three teams that hasn't been scored on. Our defense is so good. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Give a five I to San Jose. Yeah, that Alex article.
2: Oh like, looks to be hanging their hat on their defense going into the <laughs> knockout round. <laughs> then this then the <laughs> then uh, this game happens the score so yeah I don't know who else was bad but
1: um. oh guys I've got the uh, hold on I've got the uh, expected goals oh yes. goody the whole tournament uh, uh, yeah for the whole tournament but also specifically Rias I like okay. uh, so our expected team goals conceded those <laughs> differ slightly from player goals because stats and all that um 3.8
0: is that like is that per bad?
1: game or is
0: that across the tournament uh,
1: no that oh that was sorry that's just against san jose uh so we gave up expected goals of 3.8 which wow yeah and uh, had expected goal on our side of 1.04
0: so we I'm did curious. we did better than we should have we scored more goals than we should have
1: so uh here's the here's the really weird thing <laughs> um the other team with the only team that had a greater expected goal count um in their favor than san jose against us is sporting kansas city with 3.82 against vancouver oh okay and that game ended zero so. zero
0: that's the thing that i've noticed on i forget who it is now it's probably matt doyle but somebody's pointed out all the times that the XG has been like crazy in tie games. There's been a lot of tie games where the XG for one team is like four point something, and the other team it's like one point zero, and it's like a two-two tie
1: or yeah. a one-one tie. I like mean, goalkeepers, right? <laughs> yeah, goalkeepers. Yeah. When a goalkeeper has a really good performance, it it really changes that ratio. Man, but yeah, second highest of the year so far was against us. Love to see it so.
0: Go team! We did it!
2: Yay! I think that's good. I'm gonna go anyway. ahead and call
0: that second place in this tournament. We got second.
2: It's as good as gold.
0: I what's can. up? So what's what's next? So when does the tournament <laughs> oh, end?
2: Oh okay. no! The uh, final
0: is the finals on the 11th of August. Okay. Yeah. And then what? And then uh, uh, the, go, nobody the knows.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness, guys.
0: Yeah. Well, um on the I mean, MLS yeah. website and the schedule does not go beyond the end of this tournament. Yeah.
1: That's yeah. I mean,
0: we're huh. supposed to go back to some version of the regular season schedule being played in home markets. Yeah. But there's one other sport that's been trying that
1: and it has been unsuccessful up. so far. Yeah. Tell us about what happened in baseball Trevor. so because <laughs> I think its it's terrible, but it's also hilarious and also really bad there are teams from and I feel bad for the people there are
0: teams from all across the country in various hot spots and various <laughs> spots that are taking um coronavirus very seriously and wouldn't you know it? one of the teams in one of those hot spots had like two players test positive Miami Marlins had like two players test positive. And so they started quarantining them, and then like three days later, like nine more people on the team tested positive. So they had like but in the space of like two two or three days, they had I think it was nine players and two staff, like coaching staff total, tested positive. The MLB canceled all of their games for at least a week or postponed is what they said, but they're probably going to be canceled for the next week. All of their games are canceled. They canceled. Um, they were playing the Phillies. I think the last game that they played before they all tested positive um, Phillies had two or three games that were postponed as well. Phillies had already played a game against the Yankees. The Yankees had a game or two that was postponed. Uh, so far, as far as I know, none of the other Phillies or Yankees have tested positive, so I think those two teams are good, good to go. But I think Miami has to have like all of their players, or at least most of their players, test negative before they can go continue their season at this point. So it's not going great, <laughs> to say the least. But to be fair, like MLB for the most part, as far as – the teams and the players are concerned. A lot of them are taking it as seriously as you can and still travel and still go to different cities without doing it in a bubble format. They seem to be doing as good a job as you can, but it's still going to have a couple of guys get sick and it's going to ruin teams for a week or two at a time. And the problem with baseball is there's 60 games over the next couple months and they've got five or six games every week. So if the team is down and out for a week or two, they've got to make up seven or eight games somehow. So it'll be fun to see how they I deal agree. with That's
1: it. That's one of the problems with baseball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know exactly how they're going to handle it, but it hasn't it hasn't worked out brilliantly so far, but to be fair, the only sports entity where everything has worked out pretty well was the Challenge Cup for the NWSL. Like yeah. every other sports and NB that has and started NBA has is guarded has had coronavirus part. positive tests in the first week or yeah. two. NBAs has been
2: really good so far. The, it seems like the bubble format's definitely the way to go. Um, So, yeah. Um, it's shout way out to go if it's, <laughs> <proving> if, it. <laughs>
0: if it's handled properly. Shout out to MLS yeah. for not at all handling it properly initially, but. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they uh eventually got to a good spot i guess
1: yeah once they kicked out two teams it, uh, <laughs> it worked out
0: yeah it was great so we did it everything's great yeah yeah that's one thing i did want to point out was that like we and a lot of people were <sighs> crapping skeptical. on the, skeptical of the mm-hmm. bubble thing For like very good reasons. It wasn't handled well and the way it was explained and protocols weren't followed and all that. And that's all fair. But at the end of the day, like they've had, what is it? They've gone like a week and a half. I think it's like 10 days. MLS has gone without a single positive test. Yeah. And NWSL, I think, had outside of the pride who'd never even joined the bubble. um, I think they only had (laughs) one or two positive tests the entire time they were in the bubble. And those were both at the very beginning. Or all at the very beginning, however many there were. So as far as bubble goes, yeah. MLS still screwed it up. But it's <laughs> not a bad idea. Like it it's kind of worked out, I think.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's been better than I expected. So shout
1: out to MLS for doing it well, I guess. Yeah, yeah and Don Garber and we should probably just call it the six million dollar man at this point. That's what I call him. <laughs> it so came out that's his salary apparently well six million dollars a year yeah it's kind of low for Which a league is like, commissioner isn't it i have no uh not compared to right. europe at least but we're single entities so, it's I'm, just, not so really, I'm comparing you know, it fair to comparison.
0: i'm comparing it to like and i know nba mlb and nhl and all them have like way more money mm-hmm. but yeah goodell i think was on like 40 million last year in the nfl
1: can I be on forty million and on the think podcast, guys?
0: Whatever what's asking? Kyle, Perry's. you'll know the
1: commissioner of the NBA. His name is
2: Adam Silver. That's the guy.
0: I thought he was on like it's
2: related to Nate Silver. thirty mm-hmm. some odd million. He's Nate Silver's father. <laughs> cool. Actually that sounded funnier, but that could really be a thing, I think. Because I think yeah. also no, he's not actually Nate Silver's father. So sorry. Sorry about that <laughs> misinformation
1: all right it was fun misinformation so
2: but yeah you know things are great so go watch mls's back tournament um even though our beloved is gone even though there's no point yeah it's a champions league spot on the line for you know for for those who for lafc
0: 1.1 million dollars which i learned about yeah last night i had never heard that before one million dollars is on the line (laughs) 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 somehow I completely missed that ah uh, it's too bad which makes sense yeah. I missed entire portions of this whole tournament so that's fair
1: we should uh, we should do a board game episode and play a game with one of the sent home Real Salt Lake players while they're in their two week quarantine that's
2: a great idea who should we ask to see Donny Toya
0: let's do let's do a Twitter <laughs> poll
2: badly you messed up that one time I'm gonna mess <laughs> up Toya and risk just like he did that one time
0: uh, <laughs> let's create a podcast twitter account get a thousand followers and then set up a poll we have, we have rsl soapbox we already have that twitter account. oh geez we do don't we yeah we should be using yeah. that to uh talk about matt um, we should promote this podcast in a real way he did -hmm. Does he
2: not? Do do not. (laughs) I mean, not not too heavily, but well, we should um, really promote the RSL soapbox part so we can really feel um, official. uh, Yeah, and then get class. um, Yeah, because we we can get like uh, this. This is a this is a nationally syndicated podcast.
1: Oh, that's a good way to put that and It
2: really does not feel that way.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it is. And, um, yeah, we should leverage that into some player
1: appearances. Yeah. And we should get Albert. <laughs> I mean, he probably hasn't listened to any episodes and probably never will. And I don't blame him, like, even yeah, a little. Do so his,
2: his, his podcast. Oh, oh, oh that podcast.
0: So. Oh,
1: jeez. What
0: was that called? Oh, it was, um,
1: arm wasn't off my chest <laughs> which is hilarious just hilarious um
0: I here's the problem is like the team created like 19 podcasts I, they created the
2: like, podcast network
0: in like three years they created 19 different podcasts and they released an average of four and a half episodes each and then they just bailed on all of the different shows only one that's still going is natum and i firmly believe that's just because natum stuck at home and he's like guys i need something to do i don't think his his isn't part of their network too his is yeah is it completely separate i think it's his
2: it's not like put on by the by the team at all um the ones that are or excuse me the ones by the team are like are the ones that are associated with matt gashk um so (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) The what's the nightcap? Is that like a thing they did? Dunny, yeah, for thanks to the wow, Dunny reacts to the 3 2 win for RSL at Dick Sporting Good Park, Dick Sporting Goods Park on Saturday night. This was back in 2019. Wow, thinking about the good old days.
1: 2020 really screwed everything up. That's a bad year.
0: That's a, yeah. that's a real hot take there, Matt.
1: I know. <laughs> I've been. Holding that one in just because I knew the reaction would be uh, vis- visceral.
0: Yeah. You said
2: if you didn't want controversy, Trevor, you shouldn't have invited the king.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, uh, do we have anything else we need to talk about on this podcast? No. That's it.
0: What are we, okay. Right. Well, hang on. When are we going to do our next episode? Do we care? Um, are we just gonna, well, are we of going to go back we to just social hour? <laughs> Yeah. It's funny to think that we continually did the podcast for all this time, like through all the months where we didn't have any games. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're going back Mm -hmm. to that. We have no idea when RSL is going to play an actual game next. It might be 2021.
1: Mm hmm. I'll run some more stats on Albert Rusnak for us.
0: We might have seen Kyle Beckerman's last moments in an RSL jersey. Hilarious! If that's <laughs> his last, <laughs> he may last be retiring, <laughs> and we may never play a game again. The, well, we may not play a game again this season.
2: Yeah, that would that would kind of suck, but I. Maybe they just extend the bubble and do it all over again. <laughs> you know? Sure MLS the players' association would be We should do MLS's back again. I would love that. <laughs> MLS is back too. Dude, it honestly sucks how fast we I mean, I know we made it to the knockout round, so it could have been slightly worse, but like it really sucks how bad and how quickly that ended.
1: How amazing is it that win made it to the knockout rounds on the back of a win, a zero-zero draw, and a loss?
0: Seventy-five percent of the teams participating made it to the knockout rounds. It is not that amazing. <laughs> <laughs> who didn't <laughs> make it to the no- so? Wait, oh, she's. How would you like to be a team that did not make it to the knockout How many rounds? there? How many what? There- How many groups were there? Were there? Were there, were there six? Oh, who? Groups? Uh, group F six.
2: ABCDEF. E, how, how, how many third place teams made it?
0: Uh one, uh, two, three, four. four. Four third place teams advanced. Legitimately oh two-thirds so of the, of the league. Back. Yeah. Sure. Okay. yeah.
2: <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty uh pretty powerful, <laughs> of for this league, but that's funny. And that is hilarious that uh we got knocked out that quick but i'm bummed that was fun for a minute even though i was miserable for uh two of the th- th- uh, three of the four games well one i was asleep for so. yeah fair but anyway i don't know what we're gonna do next guess we'll see
1: I know. Yeah, we'll figure it out we'll figure something out we'll be back we will okay uh do we say goodbye
0: no <sighs> no okay <laughs>